0: Hey, what's up? It's My Yang from Mix in the Dark. I was reading this news story that I have for you in this episode, and it reminded me of something that happened to me just this past week. I wrote on my odd experience, and I was prepared to record for this episode, but I just couldn't find the courage to do it. I usually release episodes on Mondays and it is now Tuesday, so I do apologize. My episode is late because I was too scared to record my personal story, not gonna lie. So what I'm actually going to do is hand it off to my good friend Lingva to record it in Hmong and my friend Tales from The Abyss 87 to record it in English. I don't know when they will get to recording my story, but you may find their information on the description of this episode. The story in this episode is sent to me by a listener and it also creeps me out so much. And I truly hope that telling scary stories is not attracting any negative energies to come around me. If anyone has a remedy for this, let me know. Otherwise, pray for me. Please enjoy. It was the summer of 2019. My family planned a trip to Minnesota, our home state. We were there to visit our grandmother from my mom's side. We were traveling from Pennsylvania. My grandma's birthday was on July 4th. We stayed with my sister, her boyfriend, and four kids. It was a small, hot apartment, but we all managed to have a good time while it lasted. On the day of my grandma's birthday, my dad rushed everyone to get ready. After my brother showered, it was my turn, so I gathered the outfit that I was going to wear and I made my way to the bathroom. Although the shower curtain was a dark purple color, you could faintly see through it like the outline of the door or the sink or a person. As I showered, I heard the door open. I didn't even bother to look because it would either be my sister or my mom. Who else would come into the bathroom with me while I was showering? It was after a while that I realized that the door never opened for the person to leave. My third eye felt like it was opening because I had that eerie feeling that someone or something was with me. The third eye is not from the home culture. It originates in Eastern spiritual traditions that consider the seven primary chakras the basis of our human existence. The third eye is also known as the sixth chakra located on your forehead and between your brows. Its function is driven by the principle of openness and imagination. Enthusiasts of the paranormal also has a similar view of the third eye. The theory behind the third eye is that when it opens, you are able to have psychic powers and in deep insight. It is usually associated with pressure on the forehead. This is when your sensitivity levels and sense of self may heighten. Back to the story, I stared at the sea through curtains and saw what looked like a naked woman running her fingers through her messy, horribly knotted, wet hair. I quickly turned away and shut my eyes as the water hit the ground of the tub. I did not want whatever I saw to know that I saw it, but what I didn't know was that it was too late. I continued my day and went to my grandma's birthday party, which took place at a lake. When it was time to eat, I sat at a picnic table that was relatively close to the lake. As I was trying to enjoy my food, I noticed a lady at the edge of the lake staring directly at me. A grin was plastered across her face. I was afraid, so I got up and walked away. Once we got back to my sister's apartment, I told her what I saw in the bathroom and she freaked out. I told her not to worry, though, because it didn't seem like it wanted to harm her or her family. We stayed another week with our family and enjoyed our vacation. By the end of that week, I had forgotten about the encounters. We drove back to Pennsylvania. Many weeks have already passed since visiting my sister. One day, I remember waking up as it was raining. It rained the whole day, and the sky seemed to never clear up. Around 6 in the afternoon, my mom decided to go to the store. When we got home, it was still raining, but the sun had already set and darkness had taken over. The rain came down harder as I struggled to bring a pack of water from the car to go into the house. As I turned around to get into the house, I noticed a familiar lady standing not too far from our house. I realized that it was the same lady from the lake, with the same grin plastered across her face. I slipped and nearly fell to the ground, but my mom caught me. And into the house and hurried my mom inside, slamming the door behind her. The lady had tried to come inside. Over time, I kept having vivid dreams of the lady, speaking to me in Hmong, telling me to end my life. The funny thing is, I don't speak nor understand Hmong. It's only small phrases that I understand. In my personal life, I had a lot of things happening to me during the time that I had last seen her. I wasn't in the right state of mind, so therefore I felt it was probably easier for her to take over my thoughts. My mom contacted my aunt from Minnesota, who is a shaman, and asked her to help us. She made an altar at her home for me and did her ritual. I don't know what kind of ritual she did because she did it from her home, but I do know that it involved an egg. Side note for non-Mong listeners, this is called an egg balancing technique. It is performed to communicate with a spirit. During an egg balancing diagnostic, what the shaman will do is fill a bowl with rice grains, place a rounded or sharp-edged object on top of the rice, and attempt to balance an egg on top of the rounded or sharp-edged object. How this works is that the shaman will ask it questions if it agrees the egg will stand, meaning the ghost or spirit or whatever it was is holding the egg in place. The shaman sent a picture of an egg that she used for the ritual and it balanced right side up. She told my mom that the lady followed us back home and that she latched onto me. She told us that the lady was feeding off my emotions and it only made her stronger. She also said that my sister's kids saw her, but did not say anything because they were all too young. My dad also contacted a shaman from Mexico to help us. He told us that the lady was a witch, and that someone did black magic and did not keep their promise. Because that promise was not kept, she was going to take a young, innocent girl. The shaman had explained to us that we needed to say a prayer that was in Spanish spray six different perfumes in each corner of the house, and hang garlic over the front door. A few weeks later, my dad told me that I couldn't be alone with kids. I asked why, and he was hesitant at first, but told me that the lady was trying to convince me to kill a young child. It wasn't long until I found out that I also could not be alone by myself. I found that this entity was trying to make me harm myself. My family kept telling me to fight back and to stay happy, but that was easy for them to say. They did not have anything latched onto them and trying to kill them. Eventually the shaman told us that he did a ritual for me and that I was going to be okay. I instantly felt a weight being pushed off my shoulders. To this day, I still see spirits and I try my best to ignore them, but sometimes it isn't easy. My whole family knows that I can see ghosts, and my mom tells me that I have a gift. Sure, it's a gift, but it's also a curse. Thank you for listening to Mix in the Dark. I'm your host, Ma Ying. Mix in the Dark podcast is available on Buzzsprout, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Pandora, YouTube, and Facebook. If you have any stories that you would like to share, please send it to mixinthedark at gmail.com.